Welcome to Business as a Magical Practice, where your business is the vehicle for your self-integration and soul evolution. My name is Sam Garcia, and I'm the founder of Dirty Alchemy Digital Marketing. And I'll be guiding you through how you can use your business as a spiritual practice and what magical businesses are doing to hit their goals and change the world. Together, we'll be relating the mystical to the world of business so that our work can unite spirit and matter, shadow and light, conscious and unconscious. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Woo! (laughs) We have a special episode today where we're going behind the scenes of my very first launch. Okay, okay, okay. I've launched dozens and dozens of programs for clients, but this is my very first program launch. I mean, if you've been looped into my space at all in the last month, you know that this was alchemical business intensive launch, which is essentially a six month mastermind small group container. Um, I just wanted to dig into what that actually looked like, the nitty gritty, all the magical stuff I did, all of the strategic stuff I did, um, stuff that I do normally for other clients, stuff that I don't normally do for other clients and completely was like, fuck all the rules. I'm just doing what I want. (laughs) Um, so I'm actually doing no script today. I usually prepare a script for you guys. Um, today I'm not (laughs) today. I just have bullet points, like a kind of like a messy array of all the the different things I want to remember to talk about. And also no coffee. So I've been about three weeks off of coffee. Haven't really, um, haven't recorded an episode because we kind of had a backlog of podcasts to be released. So this is my, my first in the moment podcast reveal outpouring with no coffee in my system. So (sighs) It's been it's been a day by day thing. <laughs> it's been a day by day thing for sure. Um, today I feel a little tired, so I'm just trying to like amp up my energy for you guys. So um, get you excited because this was really fun for me. I, I there's a lot of fun things for me to share. So let's just dive right in. So going straight for the numbers, my goals. I mean, I've been planning this since last August. So for the last six months, I've been, I know I'm launching a mastermind. I know I'm putting together a mastermind. This is going to be the most amazing thing ever. I'm so excited about it. Um, So since August, I've been audience building. I've been putting my attention towards doing a more public thing, which is this launch. And, um, it came to pass. (laughs) The process was people would go to the sales page, they would apply, there was about a 10 question um, application, and they would book a call with me. Um, And my goal was 20 applications sent in and 10 people joining. I didn't quite get that. So like, was this a failed launch? So we had 97 people start the application. I use Typeform for the application so you can actually see where at which question different people drop off. But then only 23 people finish the application. And I mean, that was over my goal. My goal was 20 people applying and I got 23 people applying. But then I only got eight participants, eight enrollments. Oh my gosh, I failed. No, I'm kidding. Um, Halfway through the launch, I realized that I couldn't serve 10 people as high touch as I wanted to in this container. 
Um, so my goal was actually six to eight people by the end of the launch, just because I ended up booking additional like high ticket clients, um, that on a one-on-one basis. So I, I just wanted to make sure that I could show up fully to all of the people. And it's really important to me that my clients get results and that my clients feel cared for and supported. So, and then I was thinking about 10 one-on-one calls in a month and I was like, oh fuck, that sounds really overwhelming. So six to eight was my goal, ended up with eight. Uh, and then so total top line revenue for the launch is $44,000 or over $44,000 and change. So for a very first program launch with an audience, I've pretty much only been building for six months. I'm, I'm delighted. I'm so excited. Uh, you hear about these big six figure launches, um, and you hear, or seven figure launches even, and uh, like anything less than that can seem like small potatoes. But I really remember that like some people are excited about a $5,000 launch or a $10,000 launch. So I'm saying a $44,000 launch is like just stellar. So, woo. Um, some other notes is like, as I said, I've run dozens and dozens of launches for clients. Sometimes I will run three launches at a time. Often I'll be launching three different programs for clients at one time. Um, but it was so much more real when it was actually my launch. It was just insanely different because I was the person processing and, um, uh, running all sorts of emotions through my body, um, really facing some visibility edges, really facing some um, worthiness ed- edges. So, man, it was just such an amazing, amazing, uh, amazing fuel for my magical practice. I mean, hello, this podcast is called Business as a Magical Practice. This was like such a real thing for that. So, Let's start out with looking at what strategic stuff I I did, and then we can go into the magical stuff right after that. But I wanted to go through the magic, the strategy, what I wouldn't do again, what I want to do next time when we relaunch, um, all of that. So the strategy, um, first of all, I like to make it very easy for myself to win. I have had in the past just depression spirals, and um, it's been quite a few years since that. But there is that lingering fear that if I push myself too far, or if I get myself pushed over a certain emotional edge, there's fear around um, falling into depression again. So I, I intentionally make it really easy for myself to win, um, and very conscious about celebrating things. So the easy goals for this launch were actually like if I get more than three people it's a win. If I get more than three people in the program, I consider it worth doing. I I know that that size container will still be useful to the people who join. So first of all is I set a fairly low minimum and different target goals. The next goal after that was six people in is like utter success. And then eight 10, whatever. Those were those higher end goals. And so it wasn't just this like, okay, if I don't hit 10, then it's considered a fail. If I don't hit eight people, it's not considered successful. If I don't hit six people, it's not considered successful. I was like, nope, anything above three, I'm considering a success. I mean, any launch whatsoever, I'm considering a success because it's this, this experience and so much learning opportunity. But um, yeah, we ended up getting to eight. So that was a part of my strategy is creating these easy goals. And just from knowing my own body, knowing my own self, it was really important to me. Other thing was timing. So I've been planning this for six months in a very loose sense. I just knew the second half of last year, it became so clear to me that I needed to release a mastermind. But 
I'd never really done audience building for my own business. I work one-on-one with clients. My agency does work for other businesses. So it has been all based on referral or me direct pitching businesses that I really wanted to work with. There really hasn't been any need for me to build an audience. So I mean, at, at last August, I had 200 people following us on Instagram, I think 15 people on our email list. Like it was just zero effort, even though like this is what we do for clients. So it's been consistent since August that we've been building email list, Instagram following, just kind of doing various networking techniques. And also I didn't really know when the launch was going to be. I consulted some psychic and gifted friends on timing and they pretty much told me to wait until May. And I, of course, after having asked advice on timing, completely disregarded it. And I was like, no, I'm just going to do it now. I'm the kind of person that when I decide something, I'm just like, okay, nope, I want to have this now. I want to have this mastermind alive in my business. So I just kind of went for it. So other strategic things were we created the sales page and the application form at the end of January, 2021. And then pretty much immediately started sharing about it because I was just so excited about it. So between February 1st ish, it might've been like February 4th or something through um, March 5th. That's when the technical open launch window is, which is ridiculously long. I never recommend this for clients. I'm always like, do a two-week window at most or else you're going to burn yourself out. And I pretty much did a four to five-week window and I wouldn't do that again. (laughs) I mean, I, I would do it again because it all worked out for the best. It gave so much spaciousness for me to develop the message around the launch and go at it in so many different angles. But four to five weeks was a marathon for an open cart period for sure. Also, some other things with timing. I'm going to share at the end like how many people joined day by day or week by week because it's very, very telling, but we'll get to that in a moment. Different strategies around the launch were I wanted to do Instagram stories every single day with just really juicy lessons. I did that for about a week and then I pivoted course because the people I was attracting to apply from that platform um, weren't the right fit for the program. Like they, they were just complete newbies in business. And that's not what the alchemical business intensive is about. It's specifically around working with established businesses to help them scale and build a business foundation. So it's like people who like didn't have a business yet were applying. So I was like, okay, this is not attracting the right people. And it was really time intensive, like an hour a day I was spending on Instagram stories, just creating these um, great lessons and like adding the captions and the stickers and all the things. I ended up switching to Instagram lives. I was doing about two a week Instagram lives and that felt really good because they lived longer. Where the Instagram stories are gone after 24 hours, yes, you can highlight them, but who actually looks at brand highlights? So doing the Instagram lives, even though I'm a little uncomfortable with live video, I I babble, I talk in circles, I say um, I say like, So (laughs) this is why I script my podcast so that I can come off a lot cleaner than I actually talk like as you're hearing me now talk in circles. 
I love myself, but like you hear this. Um, so like the Instagram lives felt a little uncomfortable for me. I'm sure it'll get better with practice. So less ideal, but I saw that more people were watching them and commenting it and helping with the algorithm. So I decided to switch from those daily Instagram stories to one to two times a week Instagram lives. Other parts is creating a webinar. So I created the webinar Creatrix, how to elevate from overworked to the successful lazy bitch everyone is talking about. And it was a presentation that I specifically made for Carolyn Elliott's wealth membership. Every month they do a business and writing guest teacher, speaker, whatever. And I was invited for February to do that. So I was like, oh my God, this is perfect timing with my launch. I'll create this amazing um, presentation on building the foundations of your business as externalized energy and viewing your business as a separate entity than you and put a lot of time into it. And then I just turned it around into my own webinar on my own platform. So I ended up doing three of those. I had only planned on doing one And then I added two more the following two weeks of the launch. I wish I would have planned that from the beginning because it felt like a little clusterfucky. (laughs) Right after doing a webinar, going and being like, oh, I'm just going to add two more. And then like, okay, setting up the opt-in page and changing out the welcome emails and all of the things and a lot of last minute, just on top of everything else that was going on during the month. It just, I wish I would have just planned on doing three webinars going into the launch versus only planning on doing one. Side note there. Uh, Other things that I did is, again, Carolyn Elliott is a client of our agency. I'm in her wealth community and there's like a a marketplace aspect of it. So I was able to um, actually promote within that program in the wealth marketplace, do the training, talk to people in that. brought in a lot of great applicants to... um, to the intensive just from having that networking. So how that would apply to you is just make sure you're in communities and uh, you are networking in in places, not just of people sharing uh, free content, but people who actually want to buy from each other, where it is this marketplace, this community where they're exchanging wealth. Um, So other things, I more Carolyn Elliott things. (laughs) It was an asset. Uh, So she invited me to do all of the tech handholding sessions within her her online program Thrill which is for writing and business expansion and so I did 5 straight weeks of um being there the tech person to people and to um doing these trainings specifically around online business tech and automation so people just naturally they, they saw me they would friend me or follow me and see what was happening so it felt like a good little feeder into my world by being a esteemed guest in someone else's program and a teacher in someone else's program. So huge win because again, I don't have a massive audience by any means, but we've been working on it for six months. <laughs> uh, so being able to access other people's audiences and communities was like super important. As a bonus for the certain number of people who joined before a certain date, I offered to do free two-hour strategy sessions as incentive to join early instead of waiting until the very, very last minute. That was amazing. Like there were five people who were just ready to jump in, take action. So they would get that bonus and I probably wouldn't do it again. (laughs) Just because of the high touch element, the last week of the launch, I ended up doing 
three two-hour strategy sessions with these participants when I really should have been like recouping my energy, like really nurturing myself. And it kind of just, it took time out of my week, which was already fairly packed. I would change it in some other way because it was a great bonus. People were really excited by that one-on-one strategy with me, but doing a two-hour session was like, holy moly. For next launch, I'll probably do like a 45-minute strategy session or some sort of group container thing. Um, Definitely going to do a bonus again like that because it incentivized people to join earlier, but Two hours was too much. Holy moly. (laughs) Okay. So other things are, I intentionally priced the program lower than I know its value is like significantly lower. The the price for the six month container uh, with one-on-one sessions with me every single month with the super small group Q and A calls, all the things priced it at $5,000. Some people hear that and they're like, what the fuck? That is not priced low. Yeah, it is a high ticket offer for sure. But for where I'm at in my expertise and what we charge for one-on-one clients and the amount of high touch it is, it is absolutely priced low. Absolutely priced low for what it is. So many people I talked with, peers in the space and mentors of mine, they were like, that needs to be doubled. So we're probably going to double the price next time. And again, I did this because I wanted it for my first ever launch, I wanted easy wins. I wanted it to be just so easy for people to join. And 5,000 is a number in my soul that I was like, this is a fucking deal. If people don't join this, they're insane. Um, So recommendation there is make sure your pricing is something you can totally, totally get behind and feel good about. And when you're doing a first launch for a specific program, you don't have testimonials, you don't have case studies, you might have to price it lower just because you don't have as much social proof. Again, so next time, it's going to be priced higher, probably doubled. And we will have a ton of case studies from the eight people who are in the program for the next six months. Other strategic things. Uh, I batched a bunch of podcast interviews um, earlier in the month. Like I probably did 10 podcast interviews so that for the next... During the launch and for the next month or two, I have tons of podcasts already recorded and I have a team that can edit it and put it out for me. So that was just smart batching, smart planning. I also, for the episodes that weren't interviews, I very intentionally planned the topics of um, the podcasts that were going to be released so that they were relevant to the launch. I mean, makes sense, right? This is not not rocket science. I also ran Facebook ads. So to fill up the webinar, I ran just conversion Facebook and Instagram ads, getting people signed up. There needs to be some tweaking with it. I felt like my opt-in cost was pretty darn high. There's a lot for me to play with in terms of Facebook ads, but I was audience building in that way and getting people in. Uh, for it that way. I think it was probably also high because we swear on the opt-in page, which Facebook bots do um, scour and look for, and that can affect the ads. But like, I just really wanted to stay successful, lazy bitch on the page. (laughs) Okay. What else? I gave bonus incentives to Elizabeth on my team, uh, who's a full-time team member with me. So if we hit three people, I told her I would give her this bonus X. And if we as a team got to six people um, signed up for the program, I would give her bonus Y. 
And I think this was an absolute and total win. I mean, we hit all the goals. So like she is just delighted because she's getting um, extra money from me, which is so fun. But I also, I felt like it was an incentive for another magical person on my team to also focus her efforts and her magic towards hitting the business's goals. So I did that. Magical things that I did. Those were the main strategy things. And so for the magical things, I actually focused a lot on feng shui for the month. So I changed my desk position to be in the command position. So in my home office, facing the door with a a wall behind me. So I feel super supported. I got a new desk chair. I had one that I really hated and I thought was really ugly, but I was too lazy to, or like I didn't care enough to change it, but I was like, no, this really matters. So I I got a chair that I really love with a really nice supportive high back. I, um, I cleaned a lot. I got those little feng shui crystals and I put them in, um, certain places for chi enhancement. I, pretty much had fresh flowers all the time, which was like probably buying fresh flowers once a week, like not this huge, (laughs) not a huge expense. I switched out some, some furniture that I didn't really like in the office and got like a new bookcase, just made it so that it felt more elevated, just really little feng shui things that I did, but it felt directly connected to the actual launch. Other things I did magically was I did... Carolyn Elliott's deepest fear inventory for pretty much every day for the first week of the launch around being able to support that many people at one time. We'll link to that in the show notes if you don't know it. You can find it just on her blog. You essentially are writing out dear universe or dear God or dear whoever you're speaking to. I deeply hate and resent having blank or your desired end result. And then listing out 20 things you deeply fear. I'm using the wrong words. Deeply fear about that thing. So do universe, I deeply hate and resent having 10 people join the alchemical business intensive because I have deep fear that I won't be able to support them. I have deep fear that I am a total sham. I have deep fear that it will be um, more successful than I know what to do with. And it'll make me want to, um, buy a house and settle down and have children. And that is so fucked up. Like all, all of the, the things that are rational and irrational about the success and the true, the true fears, the less true fears. I was doing that at the beginning of the launch just to like, cause it felt so, it felt really big. Again, it was my first launch for my own program. It just felt really big. Um, so I was doing that for the first week. Then I kind of dropped off I also did a money spell. So I I purchased a a money spell from an Etsy account. I think her name is Madame Phoenix. Madame Phoenix. We'll put it in the show notes. It's just like a little, I think it was called Path to Prosperity spell kit. Super simple stuff of like doing a, a salt bath with like the various herbs that she gives you in it and lighting a candle and doing the writing and putting in the thing and the crystal and blah, blah, blah. I did that for three Wednesdays in a row. Wednesday's Mercury Day. The other magical thing I did was working with Mercury for the entire month of February and now indefinitely <laughs> forever. <laughs> I've been resisting working with Mercury so, so much. I, it is 
uh, as Donna Woodwell, if you've heard her on the podcast, uh, she teaches uh, one of her courses is called Shamanic Astrology. And one of the things you learn in her program is your finding your planetary BFF and essentially the most dominant planet in your chart. Mine is Mercury. And I've known this for years. I know that I have so much Mercury in my chart and I've resisted working with Mercury as a planetary deity. This month I changed my mind. There was like a few different people pinging me being like, why aren't you working with Mercury? So I was like, this is a fucking sign. I'll work with Mercury. (laughs) So I did. And it felt like just insane opportunities opened up. I mean, I I tend to throw everything at things, so I can't speak to one thing being more important than the other, but Mercury does feel super important. I do plan on continuing to work with Mercury. Um, What that looked like is like, lighting a orange candle every morning and saying a prayer like dear mercury help me to um, be charismatic and to communicate clearly and to please help me connect to the right people please help me to connect with the perfect fits for this program i know this is an amazing program and it will be life-changing and business changing for um, the perfect people i know there are hundreds if not thousands of people that will be benefited from this program please help me to connect with the eight people that will are most ready or whatever. Like, you know, like, so I'd light a candle. I would say a prayer. Every time I did a a one-on-one sales call with the people who were applying, lit a candle, talk to Mercury. Um, so that's why I did the money spell, Madame Phoenix's money prosperity spell, whatever it is for three, three Wednesdays in a row, just because Mercury day. Um, other things I did were, um, I did, was doing a daily kundalini meditation called Gyan Chakra meditation, which is 11 minutes of singing a chant. Like you're literally saying this aloud while listening to this this chant. Well, if you're watching on YouTube, I can show you that you're like going like this. Your your hands are in like the classic yogi position called Gyan Chakra. That's what that's called. Um, and you're, you're looping your arms around your head, never below your heart in a graceful way. You can Google Gyan Chakra meditation. It'll pop up. I did that for the second half of February um, through, I mean, now I don't plan on stop changing it. It felt like the whole point of it is around opening up opportunities and it really, really felt powerful. Um, so I'm going to continue doing it for now and until I'm like ready for some opportunities to stop coming, coming, but I'm, I'm happy with the pace right now. And other things I already mentioned was connecting to how epic the program is. That was a huge magical practice to me. Every time there would be like an inkling of doubt come into my head around whether the launch would fail or not. <laughs> I would just go back to, no, that's fucking ridiculous. This is an epic program. I know that I can transform people's lives through the program. They get so much access to me. They get SOPs. They get the systems. They get access to my team. Like all of these things, it's a fucking epic program. So it would be ridiculous if we couldn't beyond fill it. So that's the kind of like, that's how I would talk to myself whenever the doubts would come up or the fear would come up or the stress would come up around it. Um, Really great alchemical process in and of itself. So things that I will be doing next time or what we can consider them fails. (laughs) Next time I'm going to condense the launch window. 
I was selling for over a month. It just felt like a marathon. Um, again, would I do it differently this time? Would I do I regret what I did? Absolutely not. We hit our goal. It's beautiful. Next time with a relaunch, with um, I mean, there were tons of people. There was like at least five people that were like, when are you launching this again? I want to be in the next round. So I'm like, okay, this is going to gain steam really quickly. So next time it'll probably be a two-week launch instead of a five-week launch. Um, other things that changed, I'm saying the same, I'm, I'm saying the same transitions over and over you guys. So don't judge me. <laughs> other things again and again. Uh, we extended the program from a three month program to a six month program. Um, so pretty much the intention was you get three months of weekly lessons and weekly Q and A's from talking to people and having these one-on-one calls. People were like, I'm in a bunch of other programs or that sounds really intense. I'm really busy. I have a lot going on. How can I show up to two calls and do homework every week? So we just extended it out. I was like, okay, new trainings coming out every other week. The Q and A calls are the in-between weeks. And then you, instead of getting three monthly calls, uh, one-on-ones with me, you'll get six uh, monthly one-on-ones with me. So that was a good lesson. I would, again, I already said this, but plan on doing three webinars or uh, uh, multiple webinars from the get-go instead of uh, just planning on doing one webinar because it did feel really important to show up in that way and connect with people in that way. I already said this, but I would, I'm not going to offer two-hour strategy calls with me next time. It made way more stress than needed needed during the, the final week of the launch. It'll be interesting. Just There were a lot of applicants at the beginning. A majority of them weren't good fits for the, for the program. You know, They were super new to business or they hadn't started a business yet. I was like, man, how am I communicating this wrong? So we made tweaks to the sales page to communicate to the right people to apply. And then like once we started doing the webinar, once we started talking about that elevation to being the visionary CEO, that talked to the right person. So it just took a bit of time to, to get to the flow of that. Things that were not ideal during the month of February. I did Pamela Linus's interbeing lineage course during the month of February, which required a plant dieta, not for ayahuasca or anything, but for a Peruvian plant called Chirixanango, Chirixananga, something like that. And so there was a two-week period in the middle of February where I had to give up coffee and sugar and fat and meat and salt, and all caffeine, and alcohol, and like so many things. So there was like a good chunk in the middle of the launch where I had no comfort food, or like comfort substances, like coffee and cocktails. And I would not say that I'm addicted to any of the things, maybe coffee, I take that back. I was absolutely addicted to coffee, and probably still am, because I'm complaining about it right now. It made it really hard. It made it super hard to um, not be able to pretty much go out to eat or um, get takeout and not eat the normal way we eat because I we eat plenty of meat and we eat plenty of salt. That was not ideal. No coffee thing I already said was not ideal. Something that I'm also putting in the not ideal category is 
we, because of Kian Chakra meditation <laughs> and because of Mercury, a lot of opportunities float in to upgrade a client to a higher package and also signing another client who we re-signing a client that we had worked with before um, again now. So amazing opportunities flowing in, but it was, I didn't realize that February was going to be so packed with one-on-one client work in addition to the launch. Um, I, I went into the month being like, we are, we only have these two main clients and a handful of other just like smaller Facebook ad clients. So not a big deal. We have so much extra time just to give to the launch. And then these other opportunities came in and just added a little bit of extra stress. I I would, again, wouldn't change it. I love both of these clients and I plan on continuing to work with them for a long time. Um, but I'm, I'm throwing it into the not ideal category. Okay. So final, final thing that I wanted to go through was just looking at the day by day numbers of people joining (laughs) to help you understand the emotional roller coaster. Um, so we started promoting, I think on February 1st, it might've been February 4th. I'll have to go back and look. The first buyer came in February 10th. So a week later, no buyers before then. (laughs) The second buyer did not come in until February 25th. Okay. We were getting plenty of applicants. I was doing plenty of sales calls, but the second buyer didn't come in until February 25th. 25 days over three weeks after we started promoting. I was going nuts. I wasn't going nuts. I was feeling a lot of feelings um, during that three week period. <laughs> Cause if no one, if no one joined and it's like, okay, no one joined. Like I don't have to, to do this thing. I'll be bummed suddenly. But one person joined like, okay, we have to do the thing or I have to tell the person that we're not doing this thing it wasn't for another two weeks that this, the second person joined. And then it kind of, uh, came in way more rapidly. So the 25th, that second person joined the 26th, two more people joined the 27th, one more person joined. So then now we're at five people. Oh my gosh. Then, um, March 4th. So this was the final week, the very, very, uh, final week of, um, people coming in. March 4th, 4th, someone came in. March 5th, someone came in. March 7th, someone came in. So we got to eight. But pretty much all came in the, f- the final one to two weeks of the launch. So there was just like a good three to four weeks of um, really getting to face my emotions around all of these things. So I, I wanted to give that for perspective of like – okay, hit the goal, amazing, successful launch. But there were weeks in there where it was not incredibly clear. And it was just going on faith of this is an amazing program. I am being supported. I'm absolutely being supported in reaching the right people. I'm absolutely being supported in getting the message out to the people who need it. And I know I am the right guide. Um, I know that I can help so many. So it, it really was felt like a little bit of an act of faith for a good three weeks there, my friends. (laughs) So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm feeling a little vulnerable about it because, uh, again, no script, (laughs) just me babbling at you, but I hope it was insightful. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. 
Um, hope you enjoy me without coffee because it's probably going to last for a few more weeks at least. And yeah, I love you guys. Uh, if you are not subscribed, if you're, this is the first time here, we have a great backlog of episodes. Um, make sure you subscribe rate and review is a huge, huge deal. So if this is helpful to you is if this, um, podcast has been of service to you, please go rate and review it. I would love that. It would make me so happy and it would help get the podcast to a lot more people. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the uncut version (laughs) that comes out every single week. And, um, yeah, head on over to Instagram. It's at the dirty alchemy is the handle. And I would love to hear your own first launch experiences, or if you haven't launched before, how selling goes for you. And if anything resonated, what practices you're doing, what, what strategies you're into right now. Um, that's the best place to find us and chat. So you all have a wonderful week. We'll be back next week with an interview. I think we're doing Jessica Lanyato. Boom. She will be on with us next week for an interview, unless I get the name wrong. And then it might be someone else, but it'll definitely be an interview. And you all have a wonderful, wonderful week.